on Slumdog Millionaire? Yeah. I mean, it is an old movie. <laughs> Started my dude off. What's my, my, that's my dude. I like um, Dev Patel. What and Frida Pinto. Movie? I like them both. You know what? I didn't. I meant to watch that movie, The Green Knight, but I Me never, too. never did check it out. Me too. Actually, I wanted to watch that as well because I thought the story was interesting. It was like a I fable. Didn't, I didn't. Well, I knew it was like some type of fable, but I never like. I never looked into what the kind of premise was. I wonder if it's streaming on anything because I wanted to see it and I just forgot to. What? It seemed like a story about the legend of the night. The night, and it's basically like. Some the Arthurian knight gave him power type? or something. Yeah, Arthurian time. Mm. The knight gave him power and he had to prove something. Otherwise, he was going to be dead like the knight, the green knight. Well, man, I, I remember I found out the whole story. And then that's why I wanted to watch it because I thought it was interesting. Yeah, because it, it looked kind of cool. I watched a video on it. Because I was thinking, I was like, I haven't seen him in a while. But I guess he was He did David. The last thing he did was the green knight. And he did a movie called David Copperfield, which I also wanted to watch. Was that about like the magician David Copper? I mean, no, not no, not the magician. Wow, the um, what was it? Who wrote that? Um, I'm not sure. Is it Dickens? I think it might have been. It was just called David Copperfield. I just remember. Actually, David Copperfield. I did end up reading that book, which is freaking humongous, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually really good. I really liked. I think like Hallmark, like in the '90s or 2000s, did a version, and I really liked it. It's a really good story. I, I really like the story. Yeah, but I'm telling you that movie. I mean, that guy, he's such a good actor. Like, you need to watch his movie called Lion. That called thing what? made Lion. That's such a good movie. Hmm. And it's a true story. Oh, my God. It was so touching. I loved it. Okay. What's Abasov and Lee? What is what? Abasov and Lee. What, what is that? I don't know. Where did you see that? <laughs> that, that one. Oh, wrestlers? I mean, not wrestlers, boxers. Oh, fighters, probably. MMA? Yeah. Um, is it MMA or M- MFA? I have no idea. It's just up there at the top, girl. I don't know what they're talking about. That's not even like I can't nothing that you. I would even. She's like, I don't follow boxing. I don't. <laughs> what's up, you guys? Hey, hey, what's up? <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, I'm a little hoarse today. <clears throat> it's yeah. cold, y'all. It's freezing. Yeah, it is. Like the weather fell off. The, well, not the weather. The temperature fell off a clip last last weekend y'all. i mean straight up nosedive i mean last weekend i was out here with my toes out <laughs> living my best life not wearing a jacket doing the cuff it challenge in a parking lot because it was at night because the temperature was still right and tight and then i'm like Dude. the next day like the next day Freeze. It's like, what happened? <laughs> i mean so, this is appropriate weather for november but like it's in now one getting day. appropriate yeah it was weird like sunday it was like saturday i was like I, like i said i was dancing in the parking lot with no jacket my toes out <laughs> everything and then monday i was like wow i need to wear boots <laughs> uh, no sunday i was like i went to church and i was like i need to wear boots i wore my boots to church because i was like it's cold um, so, I mean, I personally love the cold weather, but it was just the way it hit like that. <laughs> I'm usually used to the progression. So, anyway, but I love 70s kind of weather. When it's, like, nice and 70s, like, low 70s, that's my favorite weather. Mm. That's, like, top, like, comfort level. But that doesn't always happen. And now we're getting into the 50s and 30s for highs. So, mm. Ooh. It's cold outside. It's almost Christmas time. Oh, I don't know the words. I was about to sing the what? What is that song? Oh, Baby, it's... I really can't stay. Da, 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 da. Tell me something about your day. Da, 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 I don't know all the words. <laughs> I, it really I'll be... has been 
So very nice. Something, I don't know the words. And obviously I knew none of Maybe it's cold outside. I (laughs) love that song, Christmas song. But anyway, we are here today to talk to you guys about one, the only, event of the the month, Black Black Panther Panther 2, Wakanda Wakanda Forever. Well, I mean, the technical name is just black panther walk kind of forever oh okay i mean it is the second black no, you're panther, right there's no two she's right <laughs> all right grammar police I'm <laughs> just, no. <laughs> wakanda forever. no but wakanda forever it's Yo, like oh lord i can't I wait been waiting for that movie for like months like you these guys. trailers they were putting out they it was like each one got me more and more, more hyped you guys i went all out like when they told you to get a whole road, take your auntie, your cousin, your baby mama, your baby daddy, the baby itself, I did that. I literally got, like, all of my family, like, most of them. I got, like, my sisters. They're my nieces, my mom, some extra people, my friend. All of them. I, got, I had, like, ten rows. I got my auntie's friends. And, unfortunately, they had to, they couldn't come up. Um, we got, I got, like, a tickets for ten people. Yeah, I had like a semi-row, y'all. That's how <laughs> deep I was rolling. Because this was an event. Like, my mom came. And my mom does not go to the theater, y'all. The, the last time she went to the theater was for Black Panther 1. <laughs> wow. That was 2018. And she only went for that one movie. And never again, in between time, has she been to a theater. Never. But what? She came out for Black Panther 2, y'all. And we have a picture online because she did the wakanda forever with us it was so cute <laughs> and we wore like african clothes nice it was really fun like we really did it like luckily i was able to find somebody to take um the other three seats that i had gotten because it was like raining really bad when it came out here in richmond virginia oh my it god it was raining super yeah. bad i had to like change my ticket reservations because i went oh, earlier than bolo went really and they had like a tornado warning. Yes, that thing was crazy, girl. It started as a watch, and I was like, okay, we're probably okay. Then it was like, warning. And I was like, okay, let me yeah, change my, my tickets. Phone was and blowing then they're up. like, oh, we're extending this. And I'm like, no. My phone was blowing up that day. And I was like, we're watching, because even me, I was not even feeling that great that day, but I was like, no, I will push through. And we're going to Black Panther. And I'm like, we're watching it, we're watching it. Because our tickets were for 510 at mm. the Regal, right? And Regal had like a bunch of shows because I'm not going to lie. One of the things I was upset was that our theater wasn't that packed. But then I realized it's because they had like a, a show every hour almost. Yeah, same with what? Because I ended up going to Westchester. Mm. And they had like. You mean go to Cinema Cafe, your favorite place? Cinema Cafe had like no. I bet. Nothing for like everybody. any of the showings unless you got like late, late. I bet they didn't have no tickets because everybody on that side of town went to that theater. Because I, li- I love that theater. And also, uh, I want to say it was like the same thing for AMC as well. Because, you mm-hmm. know, that would have been my AMC second choice. Was also ba- AMC was also um, to capacity before the movie came out. Because mm. a lot of people ordered their tickets already. But Regal had like a showing like every hour. Right. So it was like if you didn't cut, if you didn't catch the 320 show, you caught, you caught the 440 show. Mm-hmm. If you didn't catch the 440 show, you went to the 510 show. So I'm not going to lie. I almost went to the wrong theater and spoiled the movie for myself. <laughs> because I was walking through past the, once I showed the, the, my card, my phone for the ticket, I was walking through and I was no, just like, wait, wait, like, wait. Black Panther, Black Panther, Black thank Panther, God Black the Panther. Thank God the time was, it was, that's what it was. It was like Black Panther, Black Panther, Black Panther. And I was like, thank God the time was there. Because I would have straight went right in front of me and ruined the movie for myself. And then I had like a big group of people with me and I was like staying back to get popcorn for this person. And I was like, thank God they put the time so I knew where to go. But it was, it was, it was nice. It was like the reception um, the theater was still nice. We were comfortable and everything, but it was like not as many people as when I first, when Black Panther first came out, 
And, you know, everyone was like, yeah, my I was surprised every at time. the row I could get at Westchester. But like you said, it was because I like stuff like Cinema Cafe mm-hmm. and AMC were just completely places like uh, the bow tie and stuff were like maxed out. Mm-hmm. So like those uh, select theaters where there's only one of them mm-hmm. and people prefer to go to them for the seats and the comfort mm-hmm. and the food and stuff. Right. Because, you know, you can't really get that kind of service at um at the Regals. Regals. So people prefer to go to those theaters. So they're so always people, packed. People snatch those up real quick right girl and i mean not i had to... my tickets for weeks though like i had my tickets for like two weeks before the movie came out i was gonna have mine earlier than what i did but like i got this uh gift card through my um through my agency where i work at because i got it as like a it was like a drawing and so i ended up um i drew a fandango gift card and mm. because of that i was like okay well i'll just go to like one of the regals then because like cinema cafe is full anyway no one had picked Fandango for a while, I guess. Mm-hmm. It, the gift card was from like 2015 or 2016. So heck? when I put it in, it was like invalid. I oh was my like, gosh. No. So then I had to like call customer service and the customer service number on the back of the card wasn't even oh still my gosh. They're like, Why this number is no exp- longer in effect. Please use this other number. Why are they giving you expired gift cards? That's they strange. don't technically, well, they don't expire, but they deactivate if they've been like, Oh, for years. I'm like, dang. <laughs> I mean, it was like 2016. So then I had to like call customer service and then I had to wait oh a few God. business days and then they had to like send me like a new code. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's so, a lot. So that caused me to be later in uh, in getting Girl, my ticket. I was not playing. I was supposed to get money from certain people. So I was like, let's share, let's share the load because, you know, <laughs> Regal tickets were like 14. And I had to go to Regal. So like, um, because there's oh, so many people. Oh, because you got... Because mine weren't that bad. Because mine were like 11 something, but that's because I had before. You had early five, time. Yeah. yeah. We had all of our tickets were like 14 something for the adults. And then the kids were like 11 something. Mm-hmm. The senior citizens were like 10. So, and then I had like a bunch of different people. And then I had two kids. I had like adults. I had one, two senior citizens. So I bought like everything came to like 140 something. Dang. For just movie tickets. Just the tickets for everybody, and I bought them. And then one person, she gave me the, the money, but the other person didn't. And I was just like, "Forget it, it's fine." I just want everybody to go to Black Panther. <laughs> it was like this is the cultural event of the season, right? And I was like, "I am not going to miss it for no dang tornado." <laughs> and I know, I'm glad right? it let up by Sitting the time we were ready. At the window, looking out, like the only reason I was like, "Oh no, it's not about." Sa-. I mean, obviously, I was I concerned said, with safety, but I'm like, "Please." Tornado, go away so I can see this movie. I said, I rebuke you, Satan. You will not ruin Black Panther 2 for me. <laughs> right. And I was like, by the time it was time for us to leave, mm-hmm. oh, it was like, a lovely day. Just wait. Lovely day. Lovely day. Lovely day. A lovely day. <laughs> I'm telling you, the sky cleared, and oh my it was God, just like, yeah. bam. Because when like, I wow. first looked out my window, it was just like darkness. Yes, darkness. <laughs> Cloudiness, scariness. Yes. The wind. I was like, well, where, where the tornado at? Because I ain't trying to play... Because, you know, we do get tornadoes here in Richmond. But, mm-hmm. ah, man, I was so glad that thing cleared up. I was like, ooh, 4 o'clock, it's fine. Let's go. And Let's I know roll. we're not into the movie, movie part yet. We still got to blur it out and stuff. But just talking about our, our hyped-upness to it. I was, I've never been more hyped for a Marvel movie. I think the only other one I got super hyped about was actually Thor Love and Thunder, even though that one wasn't as great as mm. I was as, as the hype. But it wasn't a bad film. We already reviewed that. Check that out, by the way. It's on our... Um, what did we give that everywhere. one? I forgot, like a seven or something. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I... Another thing I want to like touch on, just like hyping up to the movie, 
when I went to the the Massanutten resort thing where you have to go to the the pre- oh you mean the the timeshare trap yep timeshare <laughs> trap I mean you know it's a trap though <laughs> you know it's a trap you know what you get into you like I'm gonna get this free stuff though mm-hmm. so I got a gift card and some like free stays or something with it so. I had like a, like a good amount on the gift card. So I was just gift carding everywhere. I was like, Mom, you want something to eat? You want this? You want this? You get something. You get something. Everybody Oh, you should have passed that to me. I ain't getting <laughs> nothing to eat. <laughs> I don't blame you. Swipe that card. If That's it's right. You. Use but that I got to tell you, though, I was so hyped about this. When we were at Regal and before we went into the movie, you know, we go to the concessions since they don't bring your food to you there at Regal. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I'm looking up there. I'm like, oh, they got a commemorative popcorn box and um, cup. I'm like, oh, sweet. That looks awesome. So I order, like, I get a pizza. We get a large pop. Well, the the popcorn and the drink were for the collector thing. And the dude tells me my total. He's like, 38 something something. I'm like, say what? I was like, no, actually, I didn't say that. I dropped it. I said, the hell? (laughs) I told you don't do it. And I looked at my mom. I was like, sorry, mom. But I was like, I was just, I straight up cursed. I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) <laughs> what the fizzuck <laughs> but i'll tell you I, I did actually shell out for it because i had that gift card had i not had that gift card oh that we would not be doing no commemorative of nothing it would be like thing would have stayed there but this is like the first time i've actually been like excited enough about something where it's like oh yeah i want the commemorative i know right and i was so upset because they had they they had options they had like the the toppers and they had nakia Okoye, Shuri, and M'Baku. And, of course, you know, I love me some Okoye. So I was like, oh, the dude at the popcorn thing, he was an older black dude. I was like, do you guys have Okoye? He don't know who I was talking about. I was like, that one right there. You got her? I want her. And he was like. (laughs) Is this like a topper for the drink? Yeah. Okay. okay. So you can, like, stick the straw through her head or something? I didn't actually put it on there. I just wanted it as a collectible. Okay. (laughs) You're going to show me what it is. Yeah, I'll show you. I'll show you. Remind me after we're done recording. I'll show you. But they only had Nakia and M'Baku. And Um, I mean, they're cool. But I was like. And I got Nakia. Mm -hmm. Because also, it was Nakia with that green uniform on the river tribe. And that was the bombest outfit in the whole movie to me i liked it i liked it a lot but that's just to tell you guys that i was excited enough about this movie that i shelled out 38 bucks me too i shelled out all that money because i was like nah we going we going on time we going on the first day we doing it and it was a holiday too it was veterans mm-hmm. day shout out to the veterans by the way thank you for your service however i was thank like i'm going service. to the theater so i was like <laughs> i'm about to buy stuff i was looking to buy some stuff like any Black Panther things. Like I literally almost bought a hoodie again today. <laughs> and my sister was like, did you know there's a Black Panther game? I was like, where it at? What kind of game is it? Because I'm about to buy. And then on, on Instagram, you just see all the ads for like the Mac Black Panther makeup. I was like, I need all the stuff. <laughs> I saw the commercials with all the new actors and everything. Mm-hmm. The little Babas. And I'm like, I need the bobble. And I don't really do that. But I was like, I need all the stuff. <laughs> so I only had one Black Panther shirt. And I remember I went with um, my friend Chadney, our friend Chadney, who was on our last episode with of Woman King. And she was just like, where's your... I told her we were doing African clothes. So mm-hmm. my family, we, we did African clothes. But she, I was like, she's like, where's your Black Panther shirt? I was like, yeah, I do have a Black Panther shirt. But I was like doing African clothes for Black Panther. I always do that. And I was like, but I need a new Black Panther shirt. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I was just like, anything Black Panther, I like stop and consider. 
Like anywhere I go, you know I what? see Black Panther stuff, and I'm like, I stop and consider. That's how much I, I love this. And I saw, I walked by. I can't remember which store it was in Chesterfield Town Center, but it had like Black Panther hats. I'm not a hat person. I don't wear hats. They were like, mm-hmm. you know, the the brimmed cap, the brim like a cap. Yeah, mm-hmm. like for like a dude. It, I mean, women could wear, it, but you know, you could tell it was like dudes wear caps mostly. Yeah. And it was just like, I was like, but the design is so cool. Right. Like, the design for right. this Black Panther stuff, like, the graphic design is just, like, on fleek. It was, it's just amazing. I'm telling you, everybody was hype about this film, like, everywhere. And I, to the point where the Black Panther uh, premiere, they had, like, four premieres all over the world. <laughs> they had one in L.A., one in London. The last one was in, in Mexico, but not New Mexico, Mexico. Um, and then the fourth, the, well, the third one was in Nigeria. <laughs> Shout out for my people. Niger, Niger, Niger. Oh my God. And I'm telling you guys, I was looking at all the fashion at all the premieres and I'm telling you, nobody did it up more than the Africans. Nigeria, whoop, whoop, in the, his house. Y'all need to just go look up the Instagram posts. Like they really like overdid themselves. Like, I was talking to a girl who is Nigerian, and she lives in Nigeria, and, she, and she, I was like, look at this, look at it," And she was like, I'm not going to lie, I even thought they were overdoing it. I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> this is the first time Marvel has done anything in Nigeria ever, and the premiere, because the, there's so many Nigerian artists that contribute to the soundtrack, mm-hmm. like David, not David, Burner Boy and Thames and some other ones, and so they were like, yeah, we need to have a premiere on the continent. And I was just like, the Nigerians, all the stars the, the, from Nollywood and stuff, they showed out. Like, I love the costumes, and they got creative with it. Mm. It was beautiful. But, like, I'm telling you, it was, like, a thing everywhere. Everywhere there was a premiere, everyone was going out. Oh, I loved it. And I'm like, everyone was supporting the film. It was just like Woman King again. We went out, and people supported. And Yes. I mean, Black Panther was, like, again, hit records. Like thirty, like three hundred thirty million, like the first weekend, like globally, mm. just the first weekend. No matter, people were seeing it multiple times. Okay, <laughs> I saw it twice, and I was like, I still want to see it one more time. <laughs> but what I liked this time, I'm like, I guess our blurred out is. I mean, I have other things I wanted to talk about, but yeah, I'm I mean, we're really blurring blurting out, out about, about Black right, Panther. Yeah, we're blurting out about Black Panther. <laughs> I just love Black Panther so much, and I love what they did with this film. I can't wait for us to get really into it. But um, let us take some. Time and after like out. a twenty minute, like, <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I haven't even listened to all the podcasts yet and the reviews. I just been watching the interviews and just t- like talking in the film and like my feelings about it. <clears throat> um, and so, but I will blurt out about um one two things. I'll try. I'll try and keep it to two. Yeah, <laughs> I'll keep it to two things. Um. The first thing I would have to blurt out about is I watched on Netflix. Uh, this was for Halloween, but we haven't done an episode since we did the Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. Or what, what was our last episode for October? Uh, I think it was Black Adam. Okay, okay. So we haven't done anything since then. So I watched the um, I watched the like Halloween film, The School for Good and Evil. I love that. That Wait, was amazing. Was that considered a Halloween film though? Yeah. It was hmm. because the time it came out, and then it was like good and evil, and it was like witchy. Good, and, it was. It's Halloweenish. Okay, there was no I, monsters I, in it, but it was Halloweenish. Um, I haven't watched it yet, but you guys, it's probably not a Halloween film. It, it's, it's probably Halloweeny for Bola, who's like a big scaredy cat. <laughs> and, and yeah, because it's it has like it has witchy themes. Like to me, it would go in that vein, but it's not horror. It's just not horror. But I don't think all of Halloween is horror. You know what I mean? 
I don't think all of Halloween is horror. So that's why I, I was able to watch it and it was fine. Um, but I really, really liked it. It had my dude. It had um, Carrie Washington in it. It had um, Charlize Theron, Lawrence Fishburne. And then it had my dude, Kit, um, not Kit Harrington, Kit, Kit Young from Shadow and Bone. He played Jesper, the black dude with the gun slinging. He was amazing in this. He had like a double role. He was playing two roles. Mm. He, oh, it was very good. It was just, it was really good. I've been meaning to. I just hadn't gotten around to watching it yet. Speaking um, of, when is that second season supposed to come out? Shadow and Bone. They've already filmed it, so they've got to do the editing now. Okay. So it's probably going to come out next year. Okay. Sometime next year, yeah. So, but they've, they've done all the filming for it. I know because I follow everybody on Instagram. <laughs> Shout out to my Shadow and Bone. I can't wait. <laughs> um, my honorable mentions would be, um, I'm also very happy The Crown is back, but I haven't watched it yet, y'all, so <laughs> my honorable mentions for things that I've watched this week, or at least recently, that mm-hmm. were really, really good. Um, I watched the, randomly, you know, Rihanna does like a, a Fenty... Savage Fenty or Savage something? Fenty show, and I watched it randomly, mm-hmm. and I loved it. Like, mm-hmm. it was awesome. Also, Winston Duke was in it, Shang-Chi was in it, well... Simu Liu was in it. Johnny Depp, the lady from Abbott Elementary show, um, Lee Ralph. Uh, also, Burner Boy was there singing. Um, there were some other people. And I like how she did. She did it like a show. It, was like, it wasn't just a fashion show. It was mm-hmm. like a experience. Like It was like a story element. It was a lot of dancing. Mm-hmm. There was performances mixed in. And then the runway wasn't just like a regular runway. It was like a set. Okay. And then people were dancing. They had groups of people doing all sorts of things. The music was fusion. You could hear some Spanish music. You could hear some hip-hop, of course. You had, like, the Afro beats. You had, like, it was poppy music. It was good. Okay. I was surprised. And then you saw Taraji was on there looking sexy. What? Yes. I love The Taraji. little girl from Blackish was in there. So many people. Like I said, Winston Duke was in there showing the thighs and them short shorts. Hey. <laughs> that was my main my main inspiration for watching it was the Winston Duke <laughs> in some shorts, okay? Wow. <laughs> but I was like, okay, Rihanna, I see you. This, and I'm not going to lie. I might try to get some, some Savage Fenty. Like, it looks like the stuff that I saw looked great. I was mm. like, this is pretty good, actually. So shout out to that because that was better than I thought it was. Okay. But it was like a performance, and I liked seeing it. It was, it was really short, 40 minutes. That was good enough. And it was just like a nice little artistic pop. And I loved it. And I was like, this is a cool, like, you could do fashion shows like this. This is cool. Mm. Like, everyone likes a regular runway or whatever, but this is like more elevated. And I think I like this. I like that they had performances mixed in. I like that the people were walking in a way that's sexy posing, but it was like, it wasn't a runway. It was just like a set. Mm-hmm. And they would just pop out of different places and they'll just be in different places. And they had different people. They had like her... I liked her show because it had different sizes, mm-hmm. different colors, different nationalities, ethnicities, all up in there. Okay. So shout out to Riri because she's doing her thing. And she put it down on that song at the end, the Lift Me Up song. She's on the track for um, Wakanda. Wakanda Yeah. So I'm going to keep it at that for my blurting out. Um, shout out to Riri. Shout out to the School of Good and Evil. It was very, very good. All right. Well, you know what? I'm going to take it back to Halloween-y themed stuff because I watched this thing also on Netflix. It was a series called The Watcher. Oh, what's that? It was it was suspense thriller, I guess you would consider it maybe. Mm. Or maybe suspense. 
heavy on the suspense. I don't know how much of a thriller you would consider it, but it was very good. Mm. Um, I don't know why. I thought you were talking about The Witcher. You said The Watcher, and I was like, wait. No, no, no. I had to be like, wait. Because I, I was like, I know what you're talking about, and then I was like, no, I, no, I don't. You didn't say witch. You said watch. <laughs> but yeah, that was very good. And then I went back, and I finished... Um, I finished The Last Kingdom. I think um, I was telling Chadney about it, like, the other t- when we were um, mm-hmm. That's the one up. with the Vikings and stuff? Yep. Mm. And that was a really great series. Okay. Really great. Like, just all the way through, like, just consistently great. Right? So That's I'd cool. recommend it. Awesome. Um, and it stayed strong. So, yeah. The Last Kingdom. What was... I feel like there was... No, I think that's going to be like my main ones. I've started rewatching House. Oh no. Yeah. You're not going all the way back. I need to watch like there's so much new things. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go back to old things I've seen unless it's like for nostalgia or something like that. Like it's... I'm not going to lie, I started watching Black Panther 1 again. Like we watched as soon as we left, mm-hmm. I'm back to Black Panther again. I'm sorry. <laughs> let me let you finish your cuz it's so awesome. Let me let you it finish awesome. your blurt out first. No, I was just uh, I was saying that Partly for nostalgia and also partly because I didn't finish it. Mm. Like, I watched a good bit of it, but I never watched, like, the final two seasons, I think final it was. Sorry, I pulled a U, and I normally don't like to do that while you're talking. So go ahead. But I don't know why. <laughs> but, yeah, that's why. Because, you know, even though I have show ADD, I also have show OCD. So it's like, even though I might skip around y'all, at some point, I'm like, I gotta finish some help, it. Please, y'all can help with me out. Because I'm like, how are you going back to these old shows and there's all this new stuff to watch? And then you have to watch one season. And then because it took so long for the other season, you go back and watch the whole season again. I can't and I'm have like, it. Mm, it's oh, a compulsion. My bad, my bad. Okay, so I'm sorry. I do have, I now remember, I have my other main big blurred out. All right. This I watch. I swear I binge this show because I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Manifest season four is back. The show that got canceled by NBC but saved by the fans, and Netflix gave it a whole twenty episodes more than the actual network gives it. Mm. A whole twenty episodes to finish the story. Amazing, and this never happens. I mean, not never, but it is a rarity for canceled shows to get picked up anywhere mm-hmm. and like. Full, you know, Netflix saved the show so that the story, because the fans love the story, and the story is so good. I love Manifest, the show. I swear to you, not I literally binge that show. I only like I got to like episode one to eight, and it's like a forty minute show. And they have twenty episodes, but they're doing releasing it like in, like as if it was two seasons. Okay. So it's like they release part one, which is episode one to ten, mm-hmm. and then part two. 10 to um, 11 to 20 will come. I don't know when, actually. I'm kind of mad because I'm like, cliffhanger was too raw. And I was like, I was like, wait a minute. Y'all can't leave me like this. Where's the... Manifest is such a good show. Such great casting. I mean, you know, it has one of our uh, ABC legend, like, you know, what's that show called? Josh Dallas. Yeah, Once Upon a Time. He's like the main guy on it and everybody on the show is amazing like but the show story is so good so rich so interesting i just was like i was in love like i don't I, normally binge shows that hard but i did and i was happy and i was like awake and i had to stop because <laughs> only reason why i didn't do all 10 episodes one i didn't know they were only gonna do the 10 <laughs> so when i looked and i was like wait a minute 
where are the, where's the 20 episode? <laughs> so that was one thing I didn't know that. It, and then also mm-hmm. I had to go somewhere. That was the only reason why I stopped watching TV. Speaking I like, of, <laughs> I just remember like I checked it out like a, a like a it was at the top or something. Oh and yeah. Then usually I wouldn't have been that interested in it, but I remember you talking about it. I think when we were hanging out with oh, Chadney, yeah. so I was like, I might check this out since Bola seems to be kind of into it. is an awesome show. I'm, I'm telling you, I love it. Another thing that I'm excited about, just really quick before mm-hmm. we move into is that i saw on like you know the netflix screen saver things i'm so excited they finally put out that there's gonna be a second season of the sandman oh there is or i don't know if it's second season they said new episodes coming okay because i was waiting a while you know it had been like a couple months and it's like please don't cancel it please don't cancel it and it's like yes they have to gauge whether they get interest and stuff. Yeah. So same thing for my other show that I told you that you would probably like, but you never checked out. Um, is the that. Empress? Oh, not yet. Yeah, it's just not it's not high on my list at the moment. Yeah, but um, it was a great show, and they hadn't put the thing up there because it was like it was a cliffhanger ending type of thing. So it's like I want to know what happens. But uh, it was another one of those things like Sammy where it's like, well, are you going you gonna, mm-hmm. to renew it? Mm-hmm. And I saw it on the screensaver. It's like, another season's coming. I was like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, I'm done. I'm so done. much to watch, you guys. Check out our blurred outs because, you know, we'll put them in the show notes as we always do. Mm. So for you who are listening for the first time. <laughs> so now we will move on to our main segment. Yes! It's time for the main, main attraction. Yes. Tell them what we're going to do, Whitney. Where are we going to start? Wakanda forever. Forever. He bombay. He bombay. He bombay. Yes, let's get it. <laughs> um, so first impressions. Um I have to say that I watched the film, right? I knew that I needed to watch it one more time as soon as it finished. Mm-hmm. But it was like this film hit me so much that I didn't want to leave. Wakanda like mm-hmm. I wanted to stay with Wakanda that mm-hmm. when we get when we went home after the film we all watched Black Panther 1 again like because <laughs> I was like I want to go back to Wakanda mm-hmm. this film one I, I was like I was so glad I watched it twice because I had to watch it one more time to really appreciate what they were doing mm-hmm. this film definitely was heavier but I liked the route they took with um seeing the circumstances surrounding it mm-hmm. you know they did such an awesome job honoring Chadwick Boseman mm, in the beginning. Really like, throughout the film, it was like a love letter to him, really uh, honoring an, an exaltation of him, you know, and that you could really put him to rest now if you, you know, were still, like, uh, feeling some kind of way. Mm-hmm. Everybody was talking about crying. My nieces were crying. Everybody, my sister was crying. Everybody was crying at the end of the film. In many parts of the film, there's many things in it that made you want to cry. Mm. Um, but also, the, the film was just beautiful. The story, the performances were so rich. Oh, yeah. This, I was, like, supremely impressed with Letitia Wright. Mm. I am supremely impressed with her because she carried the film as the leading lady and was going through her own ish and mm-hmm. was going through her own stuff. And it was like, I don't know, Letitia just put it all out there. And I like the, I liked the, the journey Kugler and them took everybody on. It was like, we got this situation. This is what's they happening. Did. We're moving on next. I and just also, left the Angela film feeling Bassett love. is like just Oscar, Emmy. She, she's, she's the GOAT forever. She, so 
Yeah, I'm she not is surprised. just amazing. And I feel like she's another one of these people. I mean, black don't crack, but she just looks like she goes into she cryogenic. She looks like she's 30, don't she? You she like, has not the gray aged hair don't mean nothing. years. I'm like, girl, what are you doing? She I still mean, got them guns. Crack, but girl, damn. She still got the guns, my yes, friend. I was like, yes. my God, just beautiful statuesque yes. woman. When she came, my favorite scene of hers was when she came into that the UN. UN. Oh, spoilers, by the way. Just if you haven't Y'all watched it, know that our stop show right now. is full of spoilers. You cannot listen to our show if you haven't seen it stop right now stop right now thank you very much i need somebody with to go watch the movie (laughs) that was spice girls if you didn't know but go watch the film and then come back and listen okay Okay. don't go nowhere anyway but yes let's talk well the sadness that was her her untimely demise i was so mad i was mad too but you right go Go back to the UN because that was a powerful. Scene. Yes, I was. She like, threw it down. She's like, "Let me tell you guys something." She took. She was like the African mom. She's like, "Oh, don't, don't, don't think I don't know what you're doing." And I just love that. She was like, "Oh, y'all like why is Wakanda hoarding their stuff? One is their stuff. Two, she's like, oh, I don't. Y'all think I don't think y'all? I, like she was like, y'all don't think I know what y'all be doing? Plotting, planning, scheming. She's like, okay, you want receipts? The Dora Milaje bring in. She's like, collect your folks because they came to steal our stuff. They came to steal our stuff. I got you. And I just, she's like, she just threw it down. I was like, yes. Oh, oh. oh my God, I'm that too excited. I'm and too the excited. scene when she was like, have I not given everything? She just, she my acted God, she her stole ass the scene. Off. That thing was hit me. I was like, whoo. And I didn't know what was. I'm glad we got to finally see what that was about because we heard it in the trailer. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "What she? What she, what she mean?" My whole family go, "Sure, he's still alive. Come on, don't do that to me. Don't do it." Not knowing she was the one that was going to die. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sad. I, I was, was so yes. I, I, I was shocked. I think she's I was such winded. a strong character. Like Angela Bassett is a strong actress. Which but Ramonda a is a strong, a strong character. character. Oh my God! Yes, she was like such a great queen. I was like, "You go, look at you." And Angela Bassett said in interviews that she always wanted to play a queen, was never able to. Mm. So she was happy to play it. And and she even said she talked to Ryan, and then she was like, "I." Don't, she was like, she kind of objected to the, her character's death. <laughs> and I was like, I don't blame you because she was like, I want to, I want to stay in Wakanda. I want to do more. I don't blame her. I would have loved it, but mm-hmm. on, on as much as it pained me to see it. It pained me to see her die. I was so pissed at Namor for this, even though I actually love Namor. We're gonna come back. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't kill me. I actually love Namor. You know how Marvel However, do they like? We gotta kill somebody you love off to make you really feel with the it, rest of the. It characters. was the catalyst that pushed her to do what she needed to do to mm-hmm. become Black Panther again. Because you know all the heart shaped herb was gone, mm-hmm. and they needed it, and she couldn't figure out what to do. To she was trying to use it to save her brother, and she couldn't make it. So it, it really like to, inspired her. It was the catalyst. You know what I mean? And I can't remember this scene, but I was watching a YouTube video and they were talking about how um, after Shuri took the heart-shaped herb and she saw Killmonger and he's like, um, and she's talking about how her mother died. And he's like, don't you take that away from her. She died saving that little girl. And then he was like, and y'all are hypocrites because you know your dad would have let her die. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that was some powerful stuff mm-hmm. right there. I'm not going to lie. I was surprised. I was like pleasantly surprised because I was like, oh, who are you going to bring back? Excuse me. Because I was like, I know that they cannot put Chadwick there. So I was like, who are they going to? And I love how they did it because it was mm-hmm. like Shuri's path was more in line with what what um she called him Chidaka. So she called him his actual African name. I love that. She was like, oh, you? And then, but her stuff was more in line with him. 
She was actually more aligned with him than not. Not that he wanted to take over, not that part, Mm -hmm. but in the taking action and doing things and Mm -hmm. being more progressive in in what what Wakanda can do and be. Mm -hmm. Um, He just was about controlling and that part wasn't right. The way he was doing it wasn't right, Mm -hmm. but he wasn't wrong in his aim. And you know what? It's interesting you say that because that whole interaction, the scene, all of that stuff together. fire with the literal fire there? Yeah, it reminded me... kind of put me in mind of like the civil rights movement mm. with like Malcolm X versus Martin Luther King Jr. Mm, Cause it's like Killmonger is kind of like the Mal- Malcolm X, the militant one. Mm. And then T'Challa was like the, the noble Martin one. Luther King Jr. But it's like, it put me in mind of that type of thing. And also what they say about like, um, I think it was Gandhi who said that power makes no concessions without a demand. Yeah. And it's like, didn't she they say that in both. the film? She needed... Did they say that in the film? No. That, oh, I don't some, think so. One, one film... Anyway, okay, just keep going. I'm sorry. But I it's like... I heard that before recently. It, it made me think about, like, in the civil rights movement, I think I feel like we needed both. We needed the militant mm-hmm, side, and we needed, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. the peace, nonviolence. And I feel like it was necessary for Shuri to have both. Like. Yeah. She needed to see Killmonger, and you asked her, like, you gonna be, you gonna take care of business like me, mm-hmm. or you gonna be noble like your brother? Mm-hmm. And she took care of some business, and I mean, I was like, oh, the motivation behind it was not quite right because it's mm-hmm. like vengeance and all that, and that's not a good motivator. But I feel like it was necessary because, like, Talok Khan, they were not gonna back down. You the don't- only way they were gonna stop is by her overcoming and asserting dominance only because she won Mm -hmm. against um namor was the only reason that like he conceded there Mm -hmm. was going to be no other way that they were going to concede yeah he was after them i was like shocked that he killed her i was like no he did not like i i thought he was bluffing to be honest with you Mm -hmm. and namor was like i warned you He's like, don't take my little sweetness for it. He's like, I will cut a bitch. Like, you know, he, and he, well, he, well, let me say, I will drown a bitch. Right. <laughs> but they, I love it. Cause like Shuri and. Shuri Namor, was the balance. She and was Namor, the balance of both of them. They were both very complicated characters. Yes. Dynamic. And not gonna lie. I enjoyed their dynamic. Um, some people were think, some people were saying that they were getting like love interest vibes. And I'm I like, was that a I know bit. something was, uh, it's, I think it's because of the way they made Namor. Namor was like, I think there's something peace. there that wasn't there before. And you know, he wanted to forge an alliance, but I don't, I don't know what his aim was. Like, I'm, I'm still not sure why he wants to like burn the world. I'm not sure why he wanted to do that. But I do understand his fierce, fierce desire to protect what was his, mm-hmm. and like their whole civilization was preserved mm-hmm. because of, you know, his fierce protection. Yeah, and he's like, anybody get too close, I take them out. That's it. And I love that because, like, just like Wakanda, Wakanda, like, they shielded themselves from everybody, and they did it right? because they wanted to protect what was theirs. And so, I love how, yeah. like, you're looking at him like, dude, not cool. Like, you're gonna burn the whole world down and protect. Him. But at the same time, he's like, I want peace. I want, I want peace with Wakanda. I want to forge an alliance with Shuri. But then, when like they escaped and stuff, he was like, all right, we're gonna burn their shit down. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because you can tell, like, he wants peace, but at the same time, he's like, I'm a leader. And you what know I it. didn't get was his approach. Like, he approached Shuri peacefully, but then he was, like, giving Ramonda all this sauce, all this salt 
all this like fiery, like, I'm going to kill you. I'm like, why are you talking to her that way? And then Shuri, you're trying to negotiate. Like, I didn't know what he saw because she wasn't Black Panther at the time. There was no Black Panther at the time. Mm. But like Ramonda was like, watch your back. And he was like, don't make me kill you. But with her, Shuri, he was like, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. So mm. I didn't get the whole difference in approach to both of them. Maybe it was because of leverage. Like, with Shuri, she's already there. He's She's already a captor, a mm. captive, I mean. Mm. With Queen Ramonda, he was like, don't step over here. Because I know, you. I mean, ah, you're the that queen. Makes sense. That makes you sense. can send your people and try to, like, retrieve her. And I'm mm-hmm. warning you, don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. But um, I just, I love their interactions because it's like, it was so complicated because you're like, you see like both of them striving for things and it's like because they're leaders, yeah. things that they might not necessarily want, they still have to do, do. Be for the benefit of yeah, their country. It seemed like he was, it seemed like he was not fully, but there was like a slight, I don't know if it's mercy, but, or just like, rem, I don't know if it was, I can't call it remorse, mm. but there was something in him at the end that like, and that's just a, a nod to Tanach um, Huerta, who really oh my just God. acted his he ass off. Amazing. I'm like in love with him now. Like I follow <laughs> him. I don't speak Spanish at all, except for gracias and de nada and, and sombrero <laughs> and whatever I learned from Dora Explorer. That's it. <laughs> I know, Vaminos, and I'm like, Asu, Asu, you know, <laughs> that means blue. Anyway, <laughs> let me stop. I was too old to be watching Dora this morning, but I got little nieces and nephews, okay? Girl, I don't even use those excuses. I'd be like, I get caught up in those shows sometimes. <laughs> oh my God, hilarious. Anyway, <laughs> that, was, that was the truth right there. I don't blame you. Oh, I used to watch Blue's Clues and be enjoying that mess. Yeah. I learned I learned how to how to like I learned the order of the planets from a song that Steve sang. I was like, oh, "Wow, I'm telling yeah, you." I was too old when Blues Clues came out because it was like high school level. And I, I was learned. watching it and I was participating. Like it's right there. I used it's it on the test you. one time. I was singing in my head. I'm like, "Oop, I got it." The sun, Mercury. Anyway, we're going off track. Let me go back. But anyway, I did not know no Spanish, but that man is just visceral. I love him. I was just in love. I just like him. And I, and I like him. what he stands for. I've been listening to his interviews and everything. Mm-hmm. And like, this is the film he was waiting for. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I, big nods to um, Ryan Coogler and all of them for like reimagining the Atlanteans mm. and Namor and everything for the Mayan traditional oh in, God, indigenous people amazing. of like Latin America. I mean, I thought it was great. Because people don't know this, but that in Latin America, there is also some racism, some anti-color, like colorism. Mm. There, in all the countries that were colonized, there's colorism mm. because of the whites. Mm. <sighs> anyway, there's colorism that they've been forced everywhere. So, again, just like, and I didn't even know this until I listened to him talk, but I didn't, I didn't know that they were telling them that those people that were born of the indigenous um, people are, have their roots there, mm-hmm. that those people are bad, they're not great, they're not... And I'm like, wow, they've been telling these people the same thing as Africans, or black, black Americans have been told about their African heritage. Mm. And I just thought that was so terrible. I was like... And also, the mind language, and there's a people group that's still alive to actually sh- talk about this. And mm. they had, like, the Mayans, um, a Mayan interpreter or, mm-hmm. or someone from the culture to explain and talk. And I was like... Oh my God, I thought all these things were like gone with time. Hmm. 
I just thought it was amazing for representation for another cultural group, especially for our brown, Hispanic brown brothers and sisters. Like, it's oh always like God. black and Spanish people all together on the same level. And I love that this film is exalting both of us. I loved it. It's amazing. Yeah, the, the juxtaposition is just amazing. The, uh, what is it? Tanakh. Puerta. Is that the name of the place? They're... Oh, Talacan. Talacan. Like, the Talacan the people and stuff, like the... It's beautiful. It reminded me, like, this movie reminded me of Woman King in a different way, of just, mm. like, the richness of culture once again. Yes, yes. Because we already knew that they did the richness of culture in Black Panther, so we knew that they was going to bring and it. And they kept with it the up. African. Yes, they kept they did. it up. But then they brought in the freaking, like, Mayan. Yes. And so it, and it was amazing. It, it was ama- and it looked awesome. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. I was just telling Whitney before we started recording that, the song that hit me the most, not mm. the Rihanna song, not the Tim song, not even the Burner Boy song that I loved and recognized his voice anywhere because <laughs> you know I love Burner Boy and Nigerian, Nigerian music, but it was the song underneath, not underneath. It was a song part of the scene where Shuri gets exposed to the real Talakan city. Mm. And what the world looks like and the people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. But that music in Spanish and that had the ethereal sense to it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, I need to listen to that song some more. It was like soothing me. It was like, I don't know what it's about it. That ethereal ambient nature of the song. Mm-hmm. I just loved it. And it fits so well with them and what they were trying to accomplish. It's not like it's like you can hear the water in the song. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like it, it reminds you of water. The song itself, the 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 instrumentations, and I have to shout out to Ludwig Gronson. He just stepped up his game with the album and the score for this movie. Like I listened to parts of the score, mm-hmm. and I, like the parts where Shuri came down. Um, when she showed herself, and then they had that like synthesized sound that that part, it was like it took the Wakanda theme and then like amplified it, hmm. and it was like you could hear it, and I was like, this is fire. <laughs> so I I love that song, and it was like I like that he married the two, the Spanish, and sometimes in some of the songs they had the Spanish, um, the Mayan mm-hmm. instruments mixed in with the African instruments. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was beautiful mixing the two together. Like it was perfect. I'm like, yes, this is what we need to keep doing, you know? So Mm. I have like, the movie is great just for that. Like what they were trying to accomplish. I think they did really well Mm. with the grief, trying to accomplish the, like how hard it is to, and how un like, um, how the process you have to go through when it comes to grief, like everyone has to go through a process. Mm -hmm. It's not the same. It's not cookie cutter. It's not typical. You just have to see what the process is. Mm -hmm. Grief is different for everybody. Um, I just, I thought they did that well. I thought they honored Stradwick well. Mm -hmm. I just thought it was amazing. It was. I love the, the progression of, shuri's journey like with the vengeance seeing killmonger and she knew that it was like a path that people would try to you know dissuade her from because you know they know if she's seen killmonger they're like dude Mm -hmm. i think you got like a problem here Mm -hmm. but then like when she's like you know impaled by um (laughs) she died honestly i was like don't tell me i'm gonna kill everybody in this movie by namor's spear and then she like sees her mother when she sees queen ramonda and she was like Show them who you are. And I'm like, and there we go. Now you're seeing she now she sees who she wanted mm-hmm. to see. And it's like it it took both. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It took seeing both of them to Because uh, Killmonger is her family in mm-hmm. based on this film. Yeah. I don't know about the comics, but this film, Killmonger is her family. So 
she needed that part to boost her because she didn't believe in the Black Panther all that kind of, I mean she did believe in the Black Panther but it was like she couldn't she was like I think she had like closed the door on that being a solution for their problem mm. and when she was like I need to just take up the mantle and she did that I thought it was amazing yeah she came ready for business she had her cornrows in that's how you know a black girl's ready for business <laughs> she took out the twist out and she was like oh no I need to plat this down <laughs> and I'm sorry <laughs> I know I'm being comical, but I was like, I was like, she was ready. She took that helmet off. I was like, oh, she got her cornrows in. She mean business. business. Don't mess with me. And you saw the way she was talking to Mbaku? It's business time. You saw how she was talking to Mbaku? She was like, we going to do this, and you going to help me. Mbaku had to sit down. He was like, wait a minute. I know, right? I'm feeling something from it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to listen. She just had such command, but also I know she was fueled with revengeance. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love that she tempered that vengeance with like the nobility of her family, mm-hmm. of the nobility of Chadwick, mm-hmm. because she says in the film that somebody asked her, "Who taught you all this stuff?" My big brother. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just I honestly, that. all the scenes where they showed him, you just got uh, a lump in your throat. Yes. It was a wonderful tribute to him. It was a wonderful movie, but it also served as a very they did a very wonderful tribute to, to him. him throughout. Yeah. I think his wife would be proud. I think he would be proud too. And mm-hmm. I'm, I, he was just a great guy. Anyway, let's get into some other characters. There's a lot to talk about. I know we're not going to get through everything. I but just want to talk some... about Nakia's green uniform. Oh my gosh, that seriously, that's the only thing. <laughs> Ruth E. Carter is doing the damn thing. She, right? I bet you she 3D, 3D printed that, that fabric. <laughs> you know, we were talking about Ruth Carter and that outfit. Yes, um, y'all should check out the earlier episode that we did on the Ruthie Carter um, costume exhibit that was mm-hmm. at the, um, the t- um, Topman Museum in, in Roanoke. Yes, um, check it out, you guys. Cause, uh, and we also did a YouTube video, so you can see um, some of her other work that she's done. But she is doing the damn thing, because I was like, dude, that green outfit that Nakia had it on was, was like amazing. Was. I like Shuri's out, like. Shuri's version of the Black Panther suit was also amazing. I remember, I'm not going to lie, we were speculating about this in the previous episode when the trailer came out. Mm Because, you know, the trailer coming out was like a big event, too. Yeah. It sparked so much conversation. And then later on, as some more pieces get released, Mm -hmm. we see that, okay, so they decided to make Shuri... It was like very clear before you watched the movie that Shuri was going to be Black Panther based off of the dots they had yeah, put they, on. Yeah, they finally made it clear, but like the first trailer they put we out, we were not like, sure. You weren't sure. People were analyzing like, the booty, remember? Yes! Like, that's a man's booty. No, that's a girl's booty. Look at all that juice. I was, was right. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, that is definitely a girl's. I know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was like Black Panther will return. Um, let's talk about, um, first of all, I love that the, during the, the scene, the funeral scene for Chadwick. Mm-hmm. I remember somebody shout out to Travis, who we met through blurred con, who asked us, who asked me cause he knew I was Nigerian. We talked, he asked us on our, our Instagram account. He's like, Hey, can you tell me how was the funeral scene? Was it like, like close to actual African tradition? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? You're very right. Like it was very close to African traditions because most of the time, Westernized, mm-hmm. um, funeral services or, you know, going home, whatever you want to call them. Uh, those things are more somber mm-hmm. and everyone wears black and it's more demure and you're just like sad. I would say and that's more like maybe Caucasian culture. Probably more Caucasian. The black people services, I would definitely say there is more music, but there's still, it's still more somber. 
But there is music. It depends. It depends. I mean, we do, like, I know for, like, us, we're, like, Baptists, my family. Mm -hmm. And ours, it's, like, it is a funeral, but we call it a homegoing celebration. Mm -hmm. So it's meant to be, like, a celebration of life. Of course, there's still sadness because Mm -hmm. the person. Of course. You could still say, like, you saw all the girls crying, all the pallbearers. And I thought it was so awesome that the Dora Milaje did that. Their church clothes, you don't see a whole lot of black. Really? Yeah, clothing. Mm. For us, we've got church clothes and stuff on. There's colors and stuff. We don't do, you don't. If you see a if you see a movie and a black person has died and you see people in all black, that is not my experience mm. of funerals. At least being Baptist, Southern, we're not Southern Baptist. We're just Baptist, but we're Baptist and we're in the South mm. and we're a black family. Okay. And I have not seen that because I mean, even the ones depicted on films, I always see the people wearing black and stuff. And so, okay, I will take that. Um, but I haven't been to many um, funerals. Mm. Um, American funeral. I just haven't been, thank God, but I've only been to a few. I mm-hmm. remember the last one we went to was T, our friend T's um, mm. grandmother's funeral. And that one was nice. It had a lot of songs and stuff too. Mm-hmm. But with African ones, it's like there's always singing and dancing and color mm-hmm. with everything. Even like as you're going, you're sad, but they will dance and sing and rejoice with you. They will cry with you as well, mm-hmm. but there's always singing, rejoicing. Like So I like how when they were coming through, you saw everybody singing and dancing mm-hmm. as he was coming by. And I'm like, that's legit how Africans do their thing. And there's pallbearers. People carry the, the, the casket. Mm-hmm. And the only thing was the all-white. That's not normally done. Mm-hmm. Um, normally, everybody that. wears a... Well, each culture does something different. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I was like, maybe certain other African cultures, they wear white. Mm-hmm. I know that in India, they wear white. Okay. And certainly, oh, yeah. I do remember in that India, they were all white for movies. for funerals. Yeah, um, so there could be some African cultures where they have to wear white. I just mm-hmm. know in, in Yoruba culture, that's the tribe my family comes from. They usually take a, a, a they pick a cloth. Mm-hmm. And then everybody sews it for mm-hmm. the occasion, which is what we do for everything. Mm-hmm. Everybody they pick a cloth and everybody sews it into their own outfits, mm-hmm. and then they wear that to everything, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that was the only difference. Where, but I liked the all white. I thought it was wonderful. I thought it, I liked it more than just black. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to distinguish. They wanted to differentiate it. It fit the tone, mm-hmm. and I thought it was still beautiful. It was still like ornate and everything yeah. so i was fine with it um so i really like that part but they paid so much attention to you know even the talakan the the talakan you saw them how they looked their skin the storytelling i loved namor telling his story mm. i loved uh, the costumes and the drawings of that like he was like the one doing the drawings because he's so old mm. he was the one doing the drawings on the wall like in their style and in the mayan beautiful. style they were I, it took me watching it the second time to realize that the end, at the end, he had drawn him fighting the Black Panther. Mm. And I was like, oh, snap. I didn't even see that in the first time I watched it. It took the second time to realize some things. Mm-hmm. Um, there was humor in this. I loved Riri. Real- Let's talk about Riri. <laughs> Riri was a little spark of funny. Yeah. She was amazing. Spark I plug. thought she was great. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to see Iron Hearts. Yes. And see what she does with this. She's brilliant. I, and she just did a great and job. Speaking of, like, in relation to that, Denai Guerra as Okoye is just always amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Every time. The way she took on the Atu- um, Atuma, oh, my God. Her and him were like, They matched. were like, yeah, they're like, no, nah, man, like, this is a worthy opponent. Like, I want to keep fighting. <laughs> mm-hmm. And but- Namora was just like, 
I was mad. She was bitter. She's like, we should not have let them go. How are you going to yield to them? I was like, no more. You forget who you're talking to? This is Akuku Khan. Okay. <laughs> I was like, she was I talking to you. I need you to sit yourself down. Right? I was like, no more. You get, you slow your rolls, chick. That's why he had to talk to her like, wait a minute, my child. It was like, he's her daddy. I don't know. I'm not going to lie. I wonder. I was like, are you her daddy though? Like, you know, <laughs> I was like, how many of y'all did he father? You know what I mean? Oh, anyway, <laughs> just curious. But it was hilarious. He is like though. 500 years old, so he could have yeah. fathered. They, when he says my child, they really could all be his children. Okay. <laughs> I like that they turn back to their regular color under the water, but then that they was turn blue yeah. at the, above the surface, which that is was, it's was just very cool. interesting. And, and I a, love the masks. And the, 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 the like, water yeah, mask. Speaking so of, like, well, that's again kind of going a little bit more back to the costumes, but like cinematography, this was a beautiful, beautiful film. Movie. Oh my Fight God. scenes were amazing, yeah. colorful. I just, the music was everything. There's so much good in this film the oh, like i love the drama the mm-hmm. it just like it, i love how more it, it expanded the world mm-hmm. of wakanda like i said i did not want to leave i was in it i was just in it you know what i mean i wanted yeah. to stay i love the politics the dynamics i even love like our guy ross in there and that whole <laughs> valentina thing oh my god can we talk like, about that for a second yeah because she's like i was looking at her during the I movie i was surprised she was in this i was glad that i watched the youtube video before we started recording because mm-hmm. i was like why does she look familiar oh you don't remember her from um um falcon and winter soldier you know i do she popped up but at it's the like end. it's one of those things where you recognize someone but you don't remember where she popped up at the end was she in Hawkeye? she was the one who was um she was the one who was recruiting no i know who but was she the, was she also on Hawkeye? She popped up somewhere else, or was she in um, um, at the Widow? ending scene of, of Spider Man? I feel like it was maybe was it? I know she Black was Widow. talking to Yelena, but so yeah. was it in Black Widow? She was in the end of Black Widow. Okay, because yep, yes. she gave okay. Yelena the assignment to, to, choose, to, to kill, to kill um, Hawkeye, and then that went into Hawkeye series. Mm. That's right. So so she's, she's a devious a little, little something something. I heard she may. Well, we watched a video today that <laughs> she, she may be a, a scroll. scroll. Yeah. Secret Wars is coming. That's all I got to say. It's true. She's a crazy one. I was like, Ross, you really were married to her? Like, (laughs) she is a trip. Um... Let's talk about some things we did not. Before we like. do, I just I just want to talk about Riri real quick. Oh, I loved the scene when like you first encounter Riri and she throws the I know. <laughs> like the throws the like boombox. And Akoya was like, small, small gal. <laughs> See how they treat that guest. I was like, she, that's such an African thing to do. And then she's like, mm-hmm, I and got this. I, and then I love that she picked up another one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, they were like, well, see how you handle this guy trying to kill you with your little hita. <laughs> I was like, she was like, what? Oh, now I'm coming with y'all. You know? <laughs> it was amazing. Um, I love how they opened and introduced her. It was very natural. Mm-hmm. We, know, we know who we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. I love how she said to be young, black, and gifted. And I was like, there you go, girl. There you go. And then, you know, that's interesting because I really liked Riri Williams in Wakanda Forever. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want to um, compare and contrast because Marvel did a great job introducing a new character. And I want to compare that to like Black yes, Adam. Yes, I said the where same they exact had thing. These other people and you're just like, this doesn't feel. Do you uh, need to copy? They, I'm sorry, DC Studios, listen up. Look. Is this thing on? Is this thing on? Listen up, DC studio. You just need to start copying. Let us just do this. Let's let's run by this. You know, um, imitation is a serious form of flattery. Y'all need to go and copy the Marvel playbook because y'all stuff is missing. It's lacking. I'm sorry, Black yeah. Adam. 
something was missing Ooh, from something like was the missing. new characters. You're just like, I mean, if he would have appeared in another film, it would have been better. Because then I'd be like, oh, I care about this character. But remember, we had such a hard time connecting to him from the beginning. Because, and then his attitude was like pushing me away from him. Too. I'm like, what the hell is this guy doing just making a mess? You know? <laughs> and I was just like, what is he doing? I'm actually talking about the secondary characters. Oh, yeah, those ones too. I didn't give a damn who they like, were. Yeah, you're just like, eh, I don't These really random care. ragtag group of people. Don't care that They're much. They're just a society. But as, as opposed to like Riri, she did compare. You, when you look at it, she, she was didn't have completely that much new. Green time, but I was invested. I, mm-hmm. I liked her. Mm-hmm. I really. You don't even her. know all her story yet, but you like her. You invested. They just—they just, they just introduced her well. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. DC. They have a curse on them. Or something. <laughs> anyway, I don't want to talk about them. This is Wakanda's time to shine. Okay, yeah, but I just—it's <laughs> a good way to shine to show how it wasn't done yeah, as well. I agree. I agree. That's yeah. exactly the comparison I made when I watched it too. Hmm. I was like, nah, if only Black Adam could have been this good. <laughs> I put all that with all that CGI up in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> with all the thousands of people working on there. Somebody didn't look at the script. Um, anyway, <laughs> back to Wakanda. Anyway, yes. so let's talk about some things. Like There were so many awesome things. We, we probably will be here a little longer than we need to be if we talk <laughs> about how awesome the film was. Let's talk about anything that you were like surprised, uncertain about, or even you didn't like. Were there any cons for you, Whitney? You know what? We haven't gotten to the rating yet, but I'm still in my head trying to think of how I'm going to rate it because I don't think that I would give it the same score. I feel like Woman King, I would I would rate higher overall. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like I can do a 10. Mm-hmm. It's going to be high, but I just, I don't know. Something didn't allow me to quite get to 10. Mm-hmm. And it may, well, no, I watched Woman King only one time. No, I, I watched Woman King twice. I watched it only one time when we recorded, and I mm-hmm. still gave it um, a 10. It's this the might first be, of its kind. And I don't think yeah. they need a, they don't need a sequel. They really right, don't. right. And this might be one where, and that's why I kinda, I'm kind of, you're very about rating it, it because I feel like if I watch it again, it might actually raise it for me. And considering that, I'm like, oh, so what should I rate it then? Because like, uh. go off of your initial, but because I understand what you're saying. I felt the same way, and then I watched it again, mm-hmm. and then I was like, oh no, I'm giving it a bumped up. Okay. I got time to appreciate. It. Also, I was in the theater with my family, and I had to explain to one of my friends I was sitting with because she don't watch the Marvel universe; she just watches Black Panther, mm-hmm. so she didn't know nothing about this. And I was talking, and one of the boys was talking the loudest, and I was just like, I need to watch <laughs> this without everybody. And I literally went by myself to watch it yesterday, mm-hmm. um, and so. I I was like, I watched it a second time because I wanted to catch something I didn't, I didn't see. Because mm-hmm. um, I remember the, the I'll go first then okay. with what I didn't like. I remember I was pissed off with Queen Miranda for getting rid of a queen, and I thought it wasn't justified. And I would change it. I'm gonna just say it. I thought that from the first watch. Mm-hmm. I also thought that this is something. And I still think this mm-hmm. for the second thing I would say is like I don't think they did enough with Aneka's character. I wanted to like have her like. She was there. She was fine. But I felt like there was a scene where Okoye went to go pick her up or join her so they could be part of the the Blue Angels or Mm -hmm. whatever it is. And I just felt like that scene was too abrupt because I was just like, what was happening? I wasn't sure. It's like, why is she so defined? I didn't get what was happening when I initially watched it. Because, like, I mean, we've seen her and we've seen Ao, So we Mm -hmm. know, like, these are the kind of more the three most prominent of the Dora Mm -hmm. Maja. Obviously, Mm -hmm. Okoye. Very You've prominent. seen Aya before, but then uh, Aneka is like new. Aneka is yeah. her love interest too. So it's just like, 
Well, I just Ayo's? think they need to. Ayo, yeah, Ayo. Ayo. Um, Ayo? Oh, mm-hmm. okay, Ayo. Ayo's love interest. But mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, I felt the same way. I'm like, I know her. I know her face, but I don't feel like I know her mm-hmm. as well. So, like, Riri Williams, great intro. We know Aneka. But they but- took time. They did not take time for Neka to me. And I just mm-hmm. felt like they needed some more scenes. Yeah. Because Neka was in there. She was. But she, she was-, was in there. She was at the scene. I mean, she was in the scene where they were fighting. She was, she in was the- always background. You don't, like, know that much about That's her. true. You don't know much about it, except for that she's um, but you know Ayo's that, love interest. You know that she, you've seen her before. But you also, the only thing you gather is that she's fierce and she's kind of defiant. So that makes her a great warrior. And she likes to think for herself. And she mm-hmm. likes to go outside the box. Mm-hmm. Those are the things I gathered. And I'm like, it's not that I don't like. I like NECA. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to, to know more. Yeah. I wanted to know why she would join the Blue Angels and, like, leave the the, um, the dorm, dorm lodge. And then I was like, I wondered if, did she get kicked out like Okoye did? I just, that part was, it was just too abrupt. Because mm-hmm. there was a reason why she went after her to go and join them to do this. So I was like, I just need more there. Mm-hmm. But I know that they were probably had not enough time because the movie was quite long it um, was I but was, i enjoyed every minute of it i wasn't it like was. it was like, i didn't think it was too was long it? two hours and 40 minutes it was two hours and 40 minutes which and people is thought it was long for a movie but i um, didn't feel it wasn't like endgame like three hours yeah but i mean endgame was like a sequel to like a big team up so mm. but it just like it again it's just two hours and 40 minutes is a long time for a movie but it didn't feel that way i did not I didn't feel it. Exactly. I didn't yeah, feel I it. I could have felt like, even though Black Adam wasn't that long, mm-hmm. I felt like Black Adam could have ended sooner. <laughs> like, I was like, this could end sooner than it did. <laughs> but it was only like an hour and 40 minutes. So Oh, really? F- it wasn't that long. Dang. But it felt like it was long. And I was like, can't, this can end now. Like, yeah. that's how I felt watching Black Adam. I wanted it to end. And I was like, all right, let's push through, uh, you know? Okay. But, but this yeah, one, I didn't want it to end. I could have stayed in Wakanda for another hour. Like, seriously. Yeah. It did not drag at all. It had excellent pacing. Um, and then my third thing was that it wasn't clear to me oh, until I watched. Oh, you say? Oh, well, no, go ahead. I'll the third thing I, I, I didn't get um, was it wasn't clear to me what was happening with the Mbaku when they did the, the, the tribute, the trial for the, for the throne. It wasn't clear to me what was happening there. Like I was like, I thought, I was, was he felt, becoming King or somebody who's fight? I just was like, what? I felt I, like I, I feel, I feel like I understand what was going on in that scene. I feel like I Mbaku to is going to be the new King of mm-hmm. Wakanda. Cause Mbaku. I feel like it would have been Shuri and, as long as no one challenged her. Mm. And I doubt that anyone would have challenged her. Because she's the Black Panther? Yeah. And she's like, you know, she saved her entire country. Like, decisions she made, mm-hmm. things she did saved their entire country. And she country. negotiated well, okay. Yeah. And M'Baku is basically there like, you know, sure he couldn't make it. So basically mm-hmm. it's like she ceded her claim to the throne to him, mm-hmm. I feel like. So short of anybody challenging him that he's going to be the king of Wakanda now. Um, and so <sighs> Ross didn't get to go to Wakanda, but I felt like at the end of the film, they might've taken him to Wakanda. Cause she, you know, she did like go and <laughs> bail him. Out. Like she not did. bail him out. She went to go and like kidnap him from going to jail. And I'm mad I that feel like that's bailing out almost. <laughs> uh, you, you're right. But I love that. And I'm like, Hey Ross, you're going to have to chill in Wakanda. But I wonder though, cause I never saw at any point in the movie. I mean, Shuri did give like Okoye the new uniform, 
but I didn't see anything that confirmed to me that she was reinstated. No, she's not. Okay. She's not. And I think there is going to be a series called Okoye. Mm. So I feel like she's going to be having her own little adventures. And that's what I was wondering. So because of that, I she needs the freedom from not being the leader, the general. So, And because of that, the mm. fact that she wasn't reinstated, I wonder if Ross is going back to Wakanda. Mm. Maybe he's just going to be like buddying up. Maybe. You know, the, Falcon the, and the Winter Soldier style. It's endless. <laughs> the options are endless. But yeah, but I had to watch the movie the second time mm-hmm. to get rid of that whole... Because that was the only thing I was like really irritated by besides them killing my girl off. But that was for the story. Um, I was just like, I thought Ramonda's response to her was okay, too good. harsh. I'm glad you came back around. But that's I did what come I back around once I watched it again. I was like, wait a minute. No, I mean that you came back around to that because then you kind of switched. Oh, my bad. Because I wanted you to talk about what you were saying, thinking about that. Yes, my 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 original thing, I thought it was too harsh because I was like, this woman was trying to save your daughter. I was like, do you know that she took on like all these people by herself? <laughs> and I was just like, um, chick almost died. She got like blown into the water. Not only did she survive a car crash, she got blown into the water and still came back and was like, please give me another shot, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's not her fault that Shuri just like went with her by himself. I was just like, y'all ain't have no compassion for her. And then the queen like threw the whole wakabi thing in her face. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's not her fault. Her man was a treacherous biatch, you know? I just, sorry, I got really heated by it. But I was like, <laughs> I was feeling for Akoya so bad. I was like, don't demote her. I but felt then for I, her, but I understood. I understood Queen Ramonda's like, where she was coming. I, I understood like she was. I feel like coming from it from an emotional standpoint, she is like upset. She was like, I told you not to take her. Yep. You took her anyway. And that's so what I now to it's about. on you. So I, it wasn't, it wasn't a fault, but I understand why she was angry about yeah. the situation. Yeah. And then she was like, and I, and I looked at it and I was like, you know what? Ramonda was coming from a pace of hurt and grief herself because yes. she did lose her husband. She lost her son. Her daughter has been kidnapped and they don't, it's a nation that you do not know what they're going to do. He could like, he could have killed Shuri if, she, if he wanted to. And at that point in the movie, I don't think did they even know that she was alive at that point. Yet? They just didn't know where she was. They okay. just knew she was abducted and they couldn't find her. So yeah, she could have been like, that's what I'm saying. She could have been dead. Mm-hmm. So it's in her, that's why she was like, I've lost my entire family. And I was like, you know what? I watched it the second time mm-hmm. and I was like, Wait, no, the gravity of what happened to her is worse. Yeah. And then she threw the Wakabi thing in her face because she's like, you can at least go and see your husband. He might be in jail or wherever they have for the traitors. Mm -hmm. But she's like, you can still go and visit him. She's like, I can't visit my son. I can't see my my, my husband. And now I don't know where my daughter is. Mm. So I saw that and I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, my sister was telling me this the first night Mm -hmm. when we watched it. And I was like, nah, she was too harsh. But then I looked back and I was like, no. And then she did, like you said, Mm -hmm. she told her like, do not take my child out there. It's not going to work. And she's like, all right. I just thought Koya should have had some backup. That's the only thing I was like, but it was just an extraction mission. So I understand why she didn't have any backup. Cause she's like, we're just getting one chip, one child. We can come back. But because of the threat of them, they should have had some more people. I think, mm. um, maybe then Shuri would have, you know, not been taken or at least they could have like withstood the attack. But it was also kind of a weird thing. Like how did they know who it was and where to find I guess Maybe. they had somebody monitoring them. Like, it, it, might go on. it was weird how they just showed up. It, it was. Because, like, the whole reason it seemed to me, like, I can understand why Okoye thought it was like, this was just going to be like a, you know, one and done guerrilla mission. We're going to go snatch this kid and come back. Because, like, it seemed like the entire reason that. Um, I wonder if Talokan Namor- has more dogs. Like, like you know, Nakia's a war dog. I wonder if Talokan had some. Because I was like, how did they know where they were? 
Yeah, how did they know? Because, like, it doesn't seem like it would be easy to, for them to do that because they turn blue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, They're, like, <laughs> easy to spot. Like, that's right? why I thought either he was coming out of the water and looking. Oh, yeah, and or, plus. I don't know. They have to, they can't even breathe outside right? of the water. So yep. they got to have that weird thing. And so it's like, that's hard to blend in with. So how, how did you get the intel on where this chick is? Because right? it seemed like the reason he went to them is to get them to do the work because they're like, we can't be all up in there. I know, I don't know. know. I don't know how they get their intelligence so that's something interesting that i'm like what's the network that that would be nice to explore next time yeah that's kind of a thing that's not explained but that's i mean it was a good reason for why okoye would not think that they would need Mm -hmm. and plus you take too many people and then you're conspicuous anyway Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they just need to get her and get her out you're right right. because they did not know like they didn't know the the government the u.s government did not know that wakanda knew who took um, who the, the scientist was because mm-hmm. they didn't know who made the machine because they're like that's not us you know we don't know what that's about like what do you like we don't know nothing about it you mm-hmm. know and they were like accusing them for what the the telecons did and they're like that's not us either you know it's mm-hmm. like we didn't build nothing and we don't know nothing and they're like why y'all blaming us for everything you know <laughs> <laughs> um, but those are the, I don't think I have any cons really yeah, for the that- movie like. That to me, like the Queen Ramonda thing, I don't think it was. It's just, not really even a con. It wasn't it was something I didn't like at first. It wasn't justified, but it also was understandable. Yeah. Because, like, if you're like a mother and you're like, I already had reservations mm-hmm. about this, yeah, you're going to be upset. Mm-hmm. You pro- I might have done and the same like, thing. It's like, you didn't do your duty. She, and she didn't. So they were like, hey, she you did. Gotta go. She just. Keeping the her situ- safe. The Keeping situation the- was beyond her ability. I had so much compassion for Akoya. I really did. But um, I can anyway. She's. I realize now she's part of the border tribe, which makes sense. Cause I was just like, cause she started okay. wearing blue after she took off the Dora oh. Milaje outfit, and the the border tribe wears that dark, that nice deep blue. Oh, if you look at all the tribes, have different colors. And Wakabi was part of the border tribe. Yeah, too, yeah. Okay, so meant, it makes sense. Okay. They were yeah. part of the same tribe. Um, cause you know, they could be from different tribes and marry, but that's true. Yeah, cause you know, if but you I, notice, I guess it makes sense too as to how they met. In yep. the first place, yeah. I guess. And then my girl with the river tribe, she always wore green, like mm. Nakia. Mm-hmm. And then, the, of course, the merchant tribe, they always wore the red. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. The, the mining tribe. No, the mining tribe wore red. The merchant tribe wore purple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like how the river, did you see? They like up the ante on the technology and stuff in this film, too, which I thought was really cool. I like how they came in, like the river tribe, they came in on the riverside border. And then the river tribe used the water and they were tapping and then opened up the border. And I was like, some cool stuff. You know what I mean? Like, they just upped the ante on everything this year. It was really cool. The fight scenes, like, Namor, like, breaking um, M'Baku's, like, armor. I was like, what? Yes. And then, like, the, just the, like, the choreography. I don't know if it was, like, wire work or whatever. But when he was, like, up in the air, like, just dashing yes, around. With I loved his, it. I, I enjoyed like, it. Dude. This was amazing to see how he was, how he was fighting was really cool. Yeah. I, I mean, his fight with Shuri at the end, it was so deep like it was awesome i literally was like this girl's gonna take him until he's like stabbed her with a spear and i was like shit and i thought my girl died i I really did i was like no i did not kill my girl but for her to like she has some some, that thing went right through her yeah i was like how is she still standing like i know it's like a whole hole in your body (laughs) ah but she pulled through and i guess because they have super strength and super maybe that kind of stuff because they're super enhanced 
Yeah, I'm guessing super healing because of the heart shaped herb. Mm. If she just had like just abilities from the suit, I don't think it would have had the same effect. But I think because of the heart shaped mm-hmm. herb, I thought it was ingenious that they made her use the stuff from Talakan to try and figure out how to to make the actual thing because she was trying to figure it out and it didn't work mm-hmm. by the time Chadwick died. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna lie, that was another thing I had a problem with. I wanted a better explanation than he had a mysterious illness because I was like, that's too close to Chadwick, and I didn't like that. But I, I left it alone because it wasn't... I was just being nitpicky. But I remember that was one of the things I didn't like in the beginning either. I did not like it. I thought that it was... I felt like it was still being a tribute to him without saying something like, oh, he had cancer, like, because that would be too, like... On the nose. But not even on the nose, but almost, like, disrespectful. To say he had cancer, too? Like, tell that... Yeah, because it's almost like, like they're using it as, like, a... Then, as opposed to it being a tribute, it becomes about, oh, we're going to make money off of this thing. So, like, I felt them ke- keeping it kind of, like, gray was the respectful mm. way to go. I, the only thing I had a problem with, with when it comes to the reason why T'Challa died, one, I was like, this doesn't match up to, it didn't really match up to me with what happened at the end of Endgame. Like, he was already Black Panther when he came back. So it's like, what do you mean you need more black herb? Like, it should already be in his body since he was still out there fighting and stuff mm-hmm. after, during Endgame. Like, he was still fighting during Endgame. So I'm like, what do you mean he had a mysterious illness? Like, he's supposed to be, are you telling me this stuff wears off? Like, I just have so many questions about it. And I was like, I don't like, I just didn't like I, that reason. I would have preferred if he died in battle or something or something. I feel like the heart-shaped herb, I doubt that it cures, um... But th- that's, then why was it the thing she was looking for to, to heal I mean, him in the like, first place? He had, like, he had eaten it, like, years before, so I think the thing it does is give you strength, but I guess that she, since she's a scientist, could have used it to also heal. I don't know. It just, I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm still not that satisfied with that reason. Mm. I was really hoping they would not go there, because I was like, this is too close to Chadwick, personally, mm. for me. Um, I've left all my reservations and, um, let's talk about the end scene before we do the rating. Yes. So there was no, I love how they did the end. I okay. love that it went full that circle. Was a question throughout the movie. Cause it's like at the funeral, it's like, where is Nakia? Like, mm. dude, that was his, like, that was his girl. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, number one. With he the wanted boy. to make her wifey. You know, she was, he wanted to put a ring on it and she was not trying to have it. <laughs> You know, but again, she was like, I'm doing my war dog life. You know, <laughs> this is my ministry. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, now we know the secret. Was, we you know? did. Then, you know, she didn't get blipped. That was ah, another inference I had, that she didn't get blipped. Okay. You know? Um, and I'm not going to lie. Then I realized that, oh, that thing, the secret about him having a son was what? Um, Queen Ramonda. Ram- Queen Ramonda was, was trying like, to tell her. Me too. I was so mad. I was like, I want to hear the secret. But then Namor came up, and I was like, "How did Namor just find them?" Like, anyway, he was a god. He was a, he's extra. He's everything, you know. Um, but th- that to me, kind of like, because you remember I told you I was on the side of recast T'Challa. Mm-hmm. I was still firmly on the side, but this them having and incorporating this part mm-hmm. like puts me at ease mm-hmm. because there will be another T'Challa. Mm-hmm. It'll just be T'Challa Junior. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. I'm pleased with this. And I think they did that to satisfy the people who were pissed off that, hey, you guys should have just recast T'Challa because T'Challa, the character, could have still lived on. Mm-hmm. But you guys want to honor 
uh, Chadwick Boseman, we understand that. But we're like, this is still fiction, you know? So mm-hmm. I like that. I felt like they tried to appease both sides in doing this. And I think it worked. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I like that it left a little bit of T'Challa back, you know, mm-hmm. like for the character, not, not Chadwick, but the character. I appreciate that. Left. I had appreciated a it too. I mean, he had a legacy anyway, but I appreciate that he has a little bit a of part of left. himself. Yes. And she has family still. Like this is her family now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, cause I was like, chick done lost all her family. Like her brother's gone. Her parents are gone. Mm-hmm. It's just her in the world by herself. And I was right? like, that's messed up. Now she got, I got my little nephew. Right. I got Nakia now. Like mm-hmm. the, I love that they did that. It's like, she was a I mean, lost family, but she gained family at the end. I love Nakia that. Was still there, but she just she was Nakia away. Was not her, her, like Nakia didn't marry him, so she was just but a I friend. Mean, like yeah, a friend. Okay. Yeah, you see what I mean? She was like she got many sisters, sisters that support her. Mm-hmm. Akoya, all those people are there to support her, but like mm-hmm. family is different from those supporting people. Right. But to me, what happened? It's like she gained family, mm-hmm. and she lost so many family. Right. And it was like. I love that they gave that to Sherry at the end. That they gave her this family, this hope, yes. this T'Challa back in that this way. Was it was amazing. Nice piece of healing, like she for, and I like that the way that they like the order in which they did it. Like mm-hmm. she had to first overcome her vengeance she and think herself, her anger. and once she did, after everything, and she was like burning the mm-hmm. like funeral clothes. Once she did that part of letting go, now she gained something else, mm. but only after she had let go of yeah. like the vengeance. And the whole part that she said where she felt like burning the world, I just, I don't know if Namor, like, Namor's been alive a long time. So for him to want to burn the world, I still am like, that part, part we're not really sure about him. So to me, I was like, Namor could be either way. You know what I mean? We're not really that sure about him. We're not really that deep about him, know that much about him yet. Because I was like, you want to burn the world, but you've been alive for like 500 years. Don't you think you would have been like, as long as my, my people are fine, I don't give a damn what y'all do up here. But he was like, let's burn everything. Let's do And I was like, but that's not why Sheree wants to. It's not her pissed off at the world. She's pissed off at what happened. She's pissed off at the loss. You I know? think that he's just held on to it for so long. And they're isolated, and, so he hasn't yeah, seen a and better I was mad side. That he, he, I was mad that he grabbed onto that. And I was like, at, the, at first I was like, oh, are they similar? But then watching it the second time, I was like, oh, no, they're different. And she saw that, and she was like, oh, no, he crazy. I don't think he was crazy. I think No, they, I mean, like, in the way, like, uh-uh, we're not doing that. Because, you know, she was like, you want me to help you burn, wage war against the surface world? She was like, uh-uh, we ain't doing that. And I like that. Mm. I was just saying it like a, as a slang. Okay. Oh, he crazy. We're not doing that. <laughs> but it may, I just like that she recognized that. She's like, this is not the path I want to take. Mm-hmm. So I like that. And I don't know what Namor's going to do at the end. That little thing he said about Wakandans needing him. He may be right, but I have no I idea what he's going to play. Honestly, I think he is right. I mean, I we saw the right way too. the UN was like, as soon as, as soon as T'Challa was gone, they're like, let's just try to move in here mm-hmm. and like take all their mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no. in, you he's know? like, we need each other. He's like, they're going to come to try to get our shit. We need mm-hmm. an ally. Mm-hmm. They're trying to take your shit. This is a good. I like that he said the Black Panther was the most powerful person in the most powerful nation on the earth. And I was like, yes, let it be an African country. Yes. <laughs> I love that part, too. But I like that Shuri, at the end of the day, she did not give in to what he was asking for mm-hmm. because she was like, she recognized this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody trying to burn the whole world down. <laughs> She's just angry at what happened to her, mm-hmm. not angry at the world. Um, but she still felt like, you know, she still felt like she could do some good, mm-hmm. that she could save, that she could. I felt, I just glad that she like ponied up and she tried to do what she could. And I felt like they really structured this film to be like, this is Shuri. This is Shuri's story now. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I felt that. 
I Chadwick like... was, I mean, T'Challa was a big part of that, but it was like, mm-hmm. this is a serious story. Yeah. I, I love that they did that with the film. And I love the full circle at the end where she was finally able to let go. Like, it took her a year mm-hmm. to finally l- release it mm-hmm. out in that beautiful scene by the uh, burning the clothes. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was well done. It was. I want to talk about, like, just really quick before we go into, but, like, I feel like Namor could have a different path, one that's more that's similar to Shuri. Mm-hmm. Shuri was in the world. Like, they were isolated for a while, but then they, like, Wakanda opened up. They participated in the world. Uh, te- mm. Talakan? Talakan has been isolated. Mm. So there is nothing... Unaware. Nobody knows. Nobody goes down that deep in the water. Yeah, and they don't They don't come up... Well, except for that, like, one spot where Nakia went to. Like, yeah, to, that part I like, didn't get either. Like, why was there, like, a dry land place under the water? Was it just this cave? Like, I don't... Was that just a cave? An underwater cave, I guess? I guess. Like, there was, like, no water. There was, like... Like, every all the Talakans had to put a mask on when they came into his little lair. You see what I mean, right? Mm-hmm. And then he could go through, and then he showed her, you know, and then he went down where mm-hmm. they were, then they all changed back. I mean, I guess it's possible for stuff like that to occur naturally. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know geology. That part <laughs> was kind of weird to me. I was like, why are we in this little cave? How is there a cave underwater, and there's no water in the cave? You know what I mean? I, was, I didn't get that part, but it's, it's not, I'm not yeah. going to go too far into it. But what I was getting at was I feel like that um, Namor can have a similar character progression to Shuri if he actually him and the rest of Talat Khan actually participates in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, as long as they're isolated, then he's, like, going to be- keep on believing that, yeah, the entire upper world should just burn because there's some jacked-up shit that this happens. I, I just feel like I understand his rage. Um, not rage, his urge to keep his people silent because they're going to do what they do into the Wakanda. Mm-hmm. Sneakily try and grab that vibranium because, again, it's about who can get the wep- the weapons race, mm-hmm. who, you know, make sure who, oh, the yeah. power dynamic race. You know I, what I mean? I understand that being, like, the strategy, and it makes sense, but I'm just saying as far as, you know, his worldview, yeah. it's because, I think it's because maybe they're isolated. He, yeah, and maybe if he participated more in the world. He would see he that it's not, like, actually. the rest of the up, upper world is, like, not yeah. all people who are just trying to take everybody's resources all the time. Yeah. I like the, how they explained how he got his power. I mean, how he got the name Namor. Mm. And I just, I love the whole scene of him talking and talking his story. At that time, he was like, he was like luring me in. Like, mm-hmm. there was something, the smoldering looks, the, oh, the yeah. voice. Mm. I was just like, mm. I was like, maybe I should be the Talokan. No, 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 you're the bad guy. Well, he wasn't. That was the thing. He wasn't like the bad guy. He was just the antagonist. Was, yeah, I you love know? that. I love complicated storylines yeah. like that where it's like, it remind it. You know what? It made me think of um, not Avatar. What's the one? That, um, Korra. Uh, Legend, Legend of Korra. Korra. Mm-hmm. Cause you remember like in the Legend of Korra, every single villain had like a noble mm-hmm. goal, but mm-hmm. they just went about it in the a really wrong way. Yep. Wrong way. And it kind of reminded like me of Thanos. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, his point was to share resources, but Killing off half the world was dumb. That yeah. Was just, that was the bad way he was trying to go about it. Right. But I love mm-hmm. how they have, like, these complicated, like, nemeses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I just, I love that. And I love the scene where he comes down, like, when he's about oh to go God. to war and yes. he has the headdress. I was yes. like, oh, my God. When he comes down. And that I love that. Awesome. You know what secret? I'll tell you guys this because I watch a lot of the interviews and everything. I, at first, the telecons were not going to have, like, a little hand symbol they did. Mm-hmm. But Tanoch said that, you know, he said that. 
he noticed that they always did the Wakanda hands. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, we need to have our own thing too. So he like came up with something, talked to J- Ryan and they, mm-hmm. that, and they made their own. And I love that now because like people will start doing that to him. I know. And I thought that cool. was so cool that they all collaborated that's a together. nice little cultural piece to give to like um, people of that mm-hmm, Mayan kind mm-hmm, of ancestry. Mm-hmm. And they had like, like I swear there was like eight languages in this film. There were so many languages being spoken, but they paid homage to the real world. There's so many languages. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was cool. I like how they delineated what was spoken by the color of the language. Yeah. And I just, there was so much thought and effort and everything put into this. And I love the, like, Talat Khan, how, like, the YouTube video I watched. It was like a like, little clam, doesn't it? They said it was like the, um, it was like a, a shark mouth. And then they could do me. Then the dude made like a silly like joke about Tala Khan do do do. Oh no, that's not. That's not. But to me, it doesn't even look like a shout. Like when they do it, it reminds me of Kamehameha <laughs> from like Dragon Ball Z. Like every time they did it, that's what I thought of. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. <laughs> All I know is I want to ride on a whale. <laughs> I would love to have a whale just like ricochet, like not ricochet, pop me out of the water. And like, you know, that whole battle scene on that ship mm. was amazing. The water bombs they made. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I remember I was like having heart palpitations when I saw <laughs> them drag that thing by the way. I was like, are those bombs? I was like, oh, they- the Wakanda is about to be out. And honestly, they probably were going to be out because the, the, the Talokans had them surrounded. Mm-hmm. They had them surrounded. It was luckily that they came to a conclusion together. Because mm-hmm. I was like, y'all did not have enough people, resources for this. They tried. <laughs> but that, and that whole, yes, and that whole, like, using their voice to, like, oh, yeah, straight up sirens. Yes. Like, it was, dude, oh, there's it, so many things cool in this film. I can't even get into everything. Because, you know, it's in, like, Greek mythology and stuff, like, sirens calling sailors to their death. And, it's and like, I think in the Spanish language, like, word for mermaid is, like, Sirenitos or something. Oh, okay. So I just think that's interesting because it has something to do with the sirens. Yeah. So it's like the sirens are the mermaids. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there's so much in this film. It really is. I really hope you enjoy it. But let's get to the rating because, like I said, we've been talking about this film forever. I could, I still want to see it probably like another time. I, I want to really see it do. another time too, but discussing it with you has helped me to uh, <laughs> mentally up it because there, being that there was so much to talk about and not from a, like a critical standpoint, but just appreciation standpoint appreciation. is going to make me, uh, and the people that are up. comparing, I honestly, now I'm really like you guys, we have to stop comparing every Marvel film to the previous one and its little, um, mini series and stuff, because it's like, it's a continuation of story, but it's also a separate thing. What did, wait, what did they compare it to? No, I mean, everyone's comparing it to Black Panther. So, like, some people were like, I mean, no, Black Panther 1 was better. And I was like, come on. This is a different film. I mean, people do that for every film. It's, it's hard to not do it. It is, but I was just like, like, Ragnarok and Love and Thunder. They were like, Ragnarok is better. And I'm like, yeah, Ragnarok might have been more enjoyable. And there were definitely some things that needed to be worked out in Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. But it was like, it's, it's a different thing. You know what I mean? It's like, it can't be exactly the same. You can, you know, of course, like one over the other, mm-hmm. but doesn't mean it's better. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's actually bad when people try to do like the exact same thing. People didn't <laughs> like Eternals. Too. Yes, see, people <laughs> didn't like the Eternals, but then you had to turn around and be like, "I like the Eternals. I like the. I like She Hulk. I like that they were different and they were mm-hmm. not like Ram Bam Bam just fighting. They weren't like there was depth. Mm-hmm. They tried to tackle this heavy thing of grief. Mm-hmm. Really, like this film was heavy, but it was. But they had le- moments of levity. It and they had a, a release of the yeah, I it felt was like a, a very big release healing at the end. film. Yes, 
So I'm going to give my film a 10, just like Black Panther 10. <laughs> I want to give it an 11 because it just upped the ante. And that soundtrack mm-hmm. is fire. Y'all <laughs> go listen to that soundtrack. The, uh, the musicians on there, just listen to the score and the soundtrack, okay? Because it's, it's, it's just good. Ludwig, you awesome. And I'm actually going to give it, because, um, like, I'm going to give it a nine. Nine, nine glasses. glasses. Okay. So you don't know what that thing is that making you feel like it's not quite there yet. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know yet. I, I would have done the same thing, but mm-hmm. had I not watched it a second time, and then it the bumped thing, it up. Like, and maybe if I see it a second time, well, when I see it a second time, maybe it will go up. But mm-hmm. we'll see how that goes, guys. We might like update it on our, on our website. But because um. yeah, I, I always want to like. I want to go back into the, mm-hmm. the I want to go back to Telecon. I want to go back to Wakanda. Yes. I want more. So it's So amazing. I'm giving it a 10 glasses for I me. I hope they make like a Telecon and uh Wakanda like in I'm Disney World or all, Universal or yeah, something. I'm excited <laughs> to see like Namor come back and or and any of them come back. Yes. In other films. Like it would be awesome to see Namor come out because Namor was in all the other comics doing stuff, fighting Dr. Doom. Everyone's been teasing Dr. Doom. Who knows? Yeah. People thought that there was going to be some type of like Easter egg for Doctor Doom in um, Wakanda Forever. Everybody thinks Doctor Doom's gonna show up in everything, and I'm like, chill out, y'all. And before we wrap up, like as a wrap thing, um, I found it in- well, not interesting. It was just like a thing because most of the kind of like Marvel films they have like the you know the after the credits thing, which this one did, but they usually have like a one at the very yeah, very end of the not, credits, yeah. and they did not. And my mom, my mom and I were waiting, and then I was like saying to myself, I was like, I think it's because this is the end of Phase Four, mm. and because it's the end of a phase, they're not going to put something. Because most of the like most yeah. of the time when they put it on, it's like a teaser for an upcoming movie. Mm-hmm. But I guess since this is the end of one phase, they're like they probably won't start, start doing oh, it that's until a, that's the next. That's a smart um, deduction. That is because I was wondering why they didn't do that. Mm-hmm. But this is the last movie of the phase. There's no other movies. Yep. The only thing coming out that is new is um, the Guardians of the Guardians of the Galaxy series mm-hmm. Christmas special. So That's I, like the last new thing they're doing, I think, this yeah. year. So I think in Quantumania, we'll get enough, we'll start to get start, the, yeah. the Easter egg. I like, did not know Kang was going to come back that way. I thought Kang was going to come back in Loki again. But I like that Kang's popping up in another film. Oh, my God. I saw Jonathan Majors in, like, two previews before Wakanda Forever. I was like... He's out here doing these roles. everywhere. He's on Trevor Noah this week, too. He's out there. <laughs> anyway. Everywhere. Um, I just want to give a congratulations to everybody involved in uh, this movie, it was much, much anticipated, it and it awesome. delivered. I don't care what nobody it, said. It delivered. It was and a, I a great movie. And I you all, go watch it again. Go. Support. Yeah, I'm going to go see Wakanda it again. Wakanda forever and up. Wakanda forever. And congratulations, Moray Wabo. Oh, oh, my gosh. She's so cute. <laughs> oh, I love that, Whitney. Congratulations, <laughs> I taught her that song. It's just a great song. Anyway, oh, I heart you for that, Whitney. Thank you. I'll work on your Yoruba, but it's great. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, no, it was great. I love it. I love it. Anyway, that's all from us. We are leaving. I, I know we talked a lot about this film, but it, it this is like a two hour conversation movie. Yeah, Everyone who watches this talks forever. Episode. <laughs> <Honestly>. <laughs> okay, well, let's just blur it out and let's get out of here. All right, y'all. Enjoy your week. Enjoy your turkey day. Bye. <laughs> gobble, gobble, gobble. Bye. Oh, yeah, yours was better. <laughs> Mine was more chicken. Yours was more turkey. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our podcast. 
please subscribe to our show on whatever podcast listening app you use and share the show with other blurred and non-blurred family and friends. And if you like our episode, please rate and review us on iTunes. The intro and outro music is Twilight by Caption. You can find them on SoundCloud, the username Caption, spelled C-A-P-S-H-U-N. The show notes are by Bola Hansen, and the audio engineering is by Whitney Booker. And you can contact us by email at blurredtalkbw at gmail.com. And also, don't forget to get social, you guys. You can find us on our social media at Instagram and Twitter with our at handle being at blurredtalkbw. And we've got our individual things going on too, y'all. So you can find me, your blurred fashionista, on Instagram and Twitter at BolaStoryB. That's B with two E's like the insect. And I've got my own personal YouTube channel, just Bola Sade. That's B-O-L-A-S-H-A-D-E. D's and dog, E's and elephant. And this is Whitney. You can find me at my company, Luminavi Studios. The email address is wit at luminavi.com. That's W-H-I-T at L-U-M-E-N-A-V-I.com. You can also find me on Twitter at Luminavi Studios. 